Welcome to Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast talking gaming news, upcoming releases, and various topics on all things in the gaming industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week is another very special speedrunner, uh, another Sonic Adventure 2 speedrunner, except this time he runs one of the longest categories, the longest category the game has to offer of 180 emblems. It's D-Trader 1. Hi, that's me. I'm someone that plays really long categories. <laughs> yeah, hello, Trader. How you doing? I am doing great and very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got nothing to be nervous about. It's we have a fun time here in the game lounge, as uh, I think Dion likes to say whenever we, the, it comes up. But it's great, good times, and we're, you're in for a we're in for a fun time. Okay, that's good. Uh, and since you're brand new here, we get to play Selection Screen, a game that we play with any brand new guest who comes on the show, where we get to know them a little bit better. So where we ask for your favorite video game, your favorite game character, and your favorite game soundtrack. Okay, so I guess I'll start with the favorite game, right? Yeah, go for it. Okay, my favorite game. You would expect a speedrunner to think like a very fast game, very fast-paced game would be one of their favorites. But actually, my favorite is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Ooh! I just love the Animal Crossing series so much. It's always just something that I love to just like chill out, play, do for a few hours not have to worry about playing at like some top tier level and it's just always fun yeah and, oh yeah <laughs> then like the favorite character is honestly uh, there's one in a visual novel but it spoils the visual novel so i can't say that one <laughs> but uh <laughs> the next one would probably be knuckles because pre like or like before um, heroes and stuff. He's a really good character. Um, he's not the brightest, I would say, but um, he's very honest, and that's the thing that's great about him. You just see how his honesty leads him in every direction that he goes. Yeah, he doesn't chuckle, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not again. I don't know. Uh, maybe the newer games he might. I, I think he does quite a bit in Sonic Boom, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't talk be... about Sonic Boom. Oh, yeah, that's a game for sure. And then oh, boy. a favorite OST. Oh, this is like played it very recently. Celeste. Oh, my God. Mm. The music in Celeste is so good. I've heard a lot of good things about that soundtrack. I'm still yet to play the game, but oh. I want. I want. it's on my list of games I want to play. Yeah, you should maybe like move it up to like the top because it's really good <laughs> right, right now at the top is uh danganronpa and then hollow knight is right underneath that oh currently. okay those are really good games as well yeah <laughs> yeah um the music is just so good and it's you can feel you get emotions that fit so well with what's happening they did a really good job there for the ost so i just love listening to it nice uh, with that, now we can jump into our first uh, real segment of the show, which is, of course, our Getting Comfy segment, when we're going to be briefly talking about that Resident Evil showcase that was earlier this week. Uh, did you catch it by chance, Trader? I did not at all. <laughs> <laughs> that is A-OK. -okay. There wasn't, they didn't show a whole lot, but they 
if you're a Resident Evil fan, they showed off a brand new trailer for Village, in, uh, which uh, people have gone crazy f- uh, for. I the the. I guess the antagonist who is this very tall lady and they want her to step on her, step oh, on them. Oh, okay, never mind. I have seen this. <laughs> yeah, people, the, the internet in a short span of time, like it always does, have uh, unanimously simped for M- yeah. Mama Mama Village. I don't even remember the. I can't. I can't remember what the character's name is, but that's what I'm calling her right now. Uh, works, I guess. It works, uh, but they got that. They showed off that. Um, could, uh, they showed off uh, some gameplay, uh, a gameplay trailer, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's Resident. It's like Resident Evil Biohazard, just a, I think a little bit more refined, as all games should be if you're continuing like on a similar, on the same engine. I think, um, yeah, yeah, it should be. Uh, we also got a release date of May seventh this year, and pre-orders are available right now. Um, and you can also get a bundle with the game. If you haven't gotten Biohazard yet, hey, you can get a bundle where you get Biohazard right away, and then you'll get uh, Village right when it comes out, which is pretty cool. Um, of course, there are like physical uh, bundles that you can also get that come with, I believe like the big one that people were interested in is it comes with a figurine of Chris Redford. Oh. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, we also uh, got uh, t- a first look at their merchant system and the inventory system, where the inventory system is a lot like uh, old Resident Evil games, where it's limited space. I don't know what it was like in Seven, so I don't, or like the uh, old, older, the newer remake uh, mm-hmm. games. So can't really say how uh, that is compared to the other ones, but that's the thing that's coming back. Uh, the merchant, the duke, he looks cool. He's large, and <laughs> it's great. Lo- lo- love the character design. Uh, and the demo is also out. Uh, it's called Maiden. It's not related to the main story. It's kind of its own thing where you're trying to escape from the mansion that you basically go into for the game. So really cool. Looks dope. Uh, we also got uh, three other things that they showed off. The first was talking about Resident Evil's 25th anniversary because that begins on March 22nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Resident Evil turns 25, which is really cool. Uh, so they showed off uh, a game that's coming out, that's going to be coming out around that time called Reverse or Reverse. And I hate to say this, Capcom, but it looks like shit. <laughs> I, I, oh, no. It's kind of like a there's like a little comic book esque filter on it, which I'm, it's not the worst That's... thing, but it's a multiplayer shooter with the shooting controls of like old Resident Evil games. Oh no! Like it, it looks a lot like Resident Evil Five shooting. Okay. Which I'm. It, it doesn't look great. Yeah. But you can play as all your favorite Resident Evil characters. Like Jill and Leon and yeah. Nemesis for some reason. He's everyone's favorite character, right? Leon, yeah. uh, Leon, Jill, Chris are like top three yeah. usually. Yeah. Like I, I know that much about the games. I've never played a game myself. I think I own one of them. I think I own zero for my GameCube because that's the only Resident Evil game I have for my collection so far. Mm. But I've never played a game in the franchise. <laughs> Uh, uh, also to celebrate their 25th anniversary Division 2 
uh, we'll be having some exclusive items and costumes if you still play Division 2. I'm sure there are some people, but I don't know a lot. All two of them. All two of them. Exactly. Uh, and then they ended up the show, ended off the show by talking a bit more about the Netflix movie that's coming out soon. Um, kind of giving a brief little plot synopsis about it. Oh. Uh, so yeah, that's that was what we got from the Resident Evil showcase. It was cool. Um, if I was a bigger Resident Evil fan, I probably would have been more excited. But uh, yeah, that's really all we've got for that. Uh, any thoughts, Trader? I know a few people that are going to be super excited for Resident Evil, and I'm going to watch them, see if it's a good game. Maybe I'll pick up the series. Yeah, because I'll play every game except for six, because six wow. never happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, six happened, but we wa- pe- yeah, even yeah, everyone yeah, in the no. game world uh, doesn't want to remember that. Um, and that was that for our Getting Comfy segment. We're now going to jump right into the week in review where we got uh, some news and what games came out this past week in the games department. Uh, Hitman 3, Ride 4, and Gravity Heroes all came out this past week with the big one being Hitman 3. Uh, A lot of people have been playing that and have been really pleased with uh, the experience. In the news department, Golf With Your Friends, that very fun golf game, uh, has been purchased by Team 17. Uh, It was around like 12 million bucks. Oh um, my god! Uh, and they're going to be adding new content to the game Woo-hoo. regularly. By the sound, I don't know if it's regularly, but the new content will be coming to the game because of this acquisition. Nice. That's actually really cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, in some Nintendo retiree news, ta- uh, Takaya Imamura, Imamara, the, the a Nintendo artist and the creator of Tingle, has retired. So, mm. thank you for your service, sir. Um, that jingling, jangling fairy man in his have, who's having a midlife crisis will forever be ingrained in our minds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, in Forpnut news, uh, Predator is getting into the game, and there's an uh, event around him too, and uh, they've added a celebration where you do the uh, Pele, that famous soccer player, you do one of his uh, most iconic things. Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. Oh, we don't like saying the word here, but uh, I see, I see. Okay, that makes a yeah. lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, Predator has been put into this uh, third-party game called Fortnite. It's yeah. a game where you jump out of the bombo, uh, the bombo truck, and uh, yeah. I, I, I don't uh, think I could go farther with that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, in Valve news, uh, Gaben has been in a recent interview and says that Valve are actually working on a couple of games right now. Mm. Yeah, they were single. Um, which is really cool, except when asked about Half-Life 3, he was vague. Yeah. Extremely vague about it. So um, expect some games from Valve soon, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe not uh, Half-Life. Or, hey, maybe Half-Life. Who knows? I mean, they did say single-player games. They did say single-player games. And so, Half-Life is a single-player game. So there may be a little chance. A small chance. Uh, Puzzle Quest 3 was announced to come out later this year, which has a lot of Puzzle Quest fans really happy. Uh, and in some Sonic news, 
Uh, a Sonic hack. Uh, some people made a Sonic hack that uh, shows basically an ent- the entire stage all at once if you have the monitors for it. Oh. Um, they showed it off with uh, Sonic Mania by using, uh, I think it was Act 1 of Chemical Zone, Chemical Plant. Yeah. Uh, oh. And then uh, showing off some of the glitches that they found when you use this against uh, certain Eggman bosses in Sonic 2. Which was That's... really funny because they just go all the way across and don't come back for a little while. It was really funny. Um, so it's really cool. Honestly, uh, the scale though of like seeing Sonic on that is very hard to see him. Yeah, but it's still um, pretty cool. There's now reasons for like 160k monitors. Exactly. Get get yourself a big ass monitor to view every Sonic stage perfectly like that, and then just just fucking go ham. <laughs> exactly. Um, in why have they made this news? Uh, somebody at a PC company has made a pair of shoes, but they're actually an RTX 3080 powered PC. Can I wear them? I don't know. <laughs> First off, why would, where did they get the RTX 3080? Because man, that thing is like impossible to find. You see, I think the people who made these might have been a part of that heist that stole like 40 crates worth of 3080s in China. Th- like so many 3080s and be like, you know the best way I'm going to hide these? I'll just put it in my shoe. Exactly. No one would have thought it. And, and then it happens. So, you, you know, I, I, yeah. it's great. It's lovely. It's a lovely time. Gonna, I'm gonna wear my P, I'm gonna take my PC to work by walking in it. Hope I don't overheat. Jesus, the amount of their feet are gonna smell so awful. <laughs> exactly. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they got a fucking uh, a, something to eliminate foot odor in those PC shoes. Or or they live in like Antarctica and just those shoes are just going to warm them up. Maybe. That might be what we need. Maybe. <sighs> the future is now. That's all we know. Uh, lastly, for the news, uh, Ballad Wonderworld is getting a demo on Steam next week. Uh, that's Ooh. the game from it's Sega and Square, I believe. I think so, yeah. Uh, that's getting, it looks really cool. I'm very intrigued by this game. I probably will play it because it looks fucking dope. I didn't so, know there was a demo, and that game looks really fun to play. Yeah, honestly, it looks really fucking dope. Uh, I love Square. I love Sega. Two coming together. Ooh, baby. Show me what you got. Let's go. Exactly. Uh, and that's it for regular news. On to the draw of the deck this week in the Pokemon world. No new packs were announced, but an unopened box of, like, first series cards um, has been auctioned off with a brand new record of over $400,000. I don't... How? It's... No one knows. People, People who has that money, I don't know. It's probably... Honestly, it's... I think it... I always... Whenever I think of, like expensive ass Pokemon cards going high. I th- always think of that one guy who has like 10 of the fucking Charizards or like oh a whole God. binder of those Charizards. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
That's who I think of whenever this shit like this goes down. Um, in the Yu-Gi-Oh world, uh, we got some uh, quite a few new things. Uh, Blazing Vortex is prepping for its premiere uh, for February 4th. Uh, some of the cards that got teased are include a brand new polymerization card, a new fusion monster that requires a Link monster, a Synchro monster, and an Xyz monster, and a new Link monster, Steel Star Regulator. Those have been shown off. Uh, me being, of course, the Yu-Gi-Oh! fan that I am, I'm very excited for this and might grab a couple cards because I haven't bought any Yu-Gi-Ohs in a while. And so might get back into the, might hop on the card opening frenzy that is uh, going popular right now, but just I for Yu-Gi-Ohs. That. That'll be fun. <laughs> and in the Magic the Gathering world, uh, Boom Studios will be making some new Magic the Gathering comics in April. Uh, set for release that month as well, which is dope. Uh, the ma- I believe they've had comics in the past, and so they're Ooh. doing them again, which is really cool. Uh, that's the news this past week on to On Your Radar, which is uh, what's coming out next week that, that uh, you should be aware of. Coming out on Monday, we have Solus 128 for the PC and Switch. On Tuesday, we have Cyber Shadow for the PlayStation systems, the Xbox One, the Switch, and the PC. Stronghold Warlords for the PC. The Sims 4 Paranormal Stuff Pack comes out to everything that that has Sims 4. Dead Cells Fatal Falls DLC comes out as well. And Encodia comes out for the PC. On Wednesday, Wright, the Eye of Atlantis, comes out for the PC. And the Dark Eye, Chains of Satinav, and the Dark Eye Memoria come out for all the consoles. On Thursday, Alicia comes out for the Switch and PC. Disjunction comes out for the past gens and the PC. Sword of the Necromancer comes out for everything. The Medium comes out for the Series X and PC. The Yakuza Remastered Collection makes its way to the Xbox and PC. And Tohu comes out for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, and PC. Devour comes to the PC. Monstrum 2 also comes to the PC. And on Friday, Gods Will Fall comes out on the Xbox One, PS4, Stadia Switch, PC, and Bonkies comes out for the Switch, PS4, PC, and Xbox One. I am excited for Bonkies, baby. Let's go. <laughs> just, like, huge difference in the tone of the name of the titles. Just goes, Friday, Gods Will Fall, and then, but bonkies. we'll have Bonkies. <laughs> Bonkies! That honestly, Bonkies sounds like it should be like an FFZ emote. Does it not? It does. It sounds like yeah. It definitely sounds like one. Like the it's dog. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's it's, it's that it's that dog. It's that dog. It's just an emote. It's a Bonkies. Yeah, exactly. That, I bet someone's done it. I'm gonna search God, it up. I, <laughs> uh, but those are the games that come out this week. Obviously. Uh, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I am very excited that the Xbox players are finally get to uh, experience all the Yak- almost all the Yakuza games uh, on the Xbox finally. Because next month in February, Yakuza 6 makes its way to the Xbox Games Pass as well. Rounding off the entire Yakuza collection, aside from two games, which are Judgment, which is a spinoff of the Yakuza world, and Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise, which is... A Yakuza game with uh, Fist of the North Star paint on it. Um, but those are everything coming out this week. It's time to move on to our big topics of the week heading into this week in the lounge. And uh, we got 
we got a speedrunner here with us today. So, and you, you, if you know me, I love my speedrunners. And uh, we got Trader here. And Hi. so, I guess it's, we're going to start off our first topic with what got you into speedrunning and streaming, Trader? That is pretty much just I love playing video games a lot. And the most common thing I used to do is challenge myself by going fast in runs. And what I realized is there was a thing called Games Done Quick. And I watched a lot of that, saw the Sonic Adventure 2 speedrun by Seraphim and Mustache, the race that they did there. And at the very end, Draco, uh, Draco Dan, who is another runner of the game, um, said, hey, if you're an aspiring speedrunner, there's a Discord. You should join it if you want. And that's how I got in. Wow. Just like that. Yeah. It's really that's... fun. And how long have you been speedrunning specifically? Uh, well, just three days ago, or four days ago, actually, it was my three-year anniversary of speedrunning. Nice. So, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> three years. Uh, it, has it been exclusively SA2? Uh, no, I've ran uh, quite a few games. Um, Super Meat Boy, Super Monkey Ball, Super Mario Bros. Lots of supers, apparently. A lot of supers. Uh, <laughs> uh, Refunct, uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Blue Rescue Team, a ton of different games. Nice, nice. Uh, and currently, you've been working on that 180 Emblem speed run. Yes, I so, have. So, what goes through your mind when you what why pick like a five plus hour long speed run compared to like a lot of shorter categories mm, so one thing that once you get into speed running and specifically high level speed running is you'll notice that most runners reset constantly uh, it's such a big thing where you re reset very early on in a run and it's because you have to be very optimized however um for 180, while it is really optimized still, it's just very easy to just continue. Even if you make one mistake or two mistakes, you can just continue. And it's a lot more relaxed than uh, a hero story, for example. So that's why I like doing it. Also, because it gives me um, a lot of time to chat with my stream rather than hero story, where if I'm on a run, I have to pay attention to everything. Yeah. So it's not possible usually to do. Okay. Um, are there still points like within like a 180 emblem run where you know, like what's like the, the latest you can go in a run and you know, the run is dead. What's the latest? Uh, the latest I would know that a run is dead is very, very, because any split is very easy to die in. Um, any split can be the reason a run dies. Recently, I lost all my time in Cannon's Quorum 4, which is the one of the last splits, less than like half an hour before the end. So that was <sighs> painful. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Oh, that's... Oh. It was pretty good, too. <laughs> Oh, I am so sorry. Oh. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> oh. Don't worry. You'll get a way better run next time. Hey, that's always a good mindset to have. 
when, when it comes to speedrunning is to just keep striving for that next time. Like it might not be good now, but hey, got it next time. That's a, yeah. it's always a good thing to have, especially when doing a long category. I feel mm -hmm, for sure. Um, for long categories like 180, you have to go into it expecting your entire day is going to be wasted. Yeah, I feel like that is def because it's what nine hours currently like you're it's still above the nine hour mark yeah it is nine hours and 11 minutes for me and that's my best time <laughs> so, yeah and talon holds the world record currently for that category yes he what's the and what's oh. the difference uh from time between your pb and talon's he has an 8.52.05, so about 19 minutes. So quite a while away. <laughs> that is quite a while away. And another thing I was going to ask, uh, when it comes to like optimizing that run, mm -hmm. uh, aside from the RNG, which is a big part of the game with uh, the treasure hunting stages and Chow especially, I feel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, where else can the run be optimized? Uh, well, there is a new route that hasn't been done in 180, at least for the world record, where you do the Cannon's Core Wrong Warp, so you do Route 101 in the Hero Story section, and you Wrong Warp over to Cannon's Core, get it early so you can continue to have Emblem Skip glitch to allow you to save 7 seconds on emblems that previously weren't possible to get. But that's one thing, and that's only like 25 seconds, and it's very difficult. And if you kill it, you lose. Uh, every restart will take five minutes instead of five seconds. So it's a lot worse to like restart. Wow, it that is a huge risk-reward difference. Yeah, there's a few other strats, like getting City Escape Skip in uh, M1 and M4. You can do that. That's also very difficult, but it would save 30 seconds each time you do it and get it. Um, task run in Green Forest, so running up the tree and skipping a ton of points. We'd have to figure out a few things, but that's also another 40 seconds um, overall if you do it three times, I think. Oh, wow. Uh, they're not hard. They're not like easy at all <laughs> so it, it, it's like top it's essentially like top tier stuff that you would see in a shorter run just implemented in yeah the, the long the longest category that exists yeah it's even harder than the stuff that you would see there because if you die you can't just restart and lose like seven seconds no you lose all the time it took to get there so <laughs> oh no Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. It's just the risk for those strats are just so high. There's a reason no one's done them, even in the world record. How much uh, mentally challenging is it to do runs nowadays with going in three years? Do you still get like, uh, do you still like face things where you have like mental blocks of like wanting to do them or like just yeah. like mentally stressful? Like, what um, was it like mentally? So depending on what kind of run it is and how I'm feeling about it, a lot of the time I'm very 
active and happy about doing the runs because otherwise I wouldn't be doing them in the first place. Um, but they can definitely become very stressful either during it um, or just even trying to practice and focus on just one thing because there are a lot of categories to the game and I want to do more than just 180, but it is a commitment to just go to that one thing and try to optimize it as best as I can. There's like so many other things like runs getting to you. You can, even though it's easy to say, oh, just don't let the runs get to you because you're going to reset. Sometimes you get a run that is very, very good that everything went right until it didn't and you made one mistake and then it all went terribly. And now what do you do? You just feel that regret that you could have gotten such a good time that all that effort you spent into doing thousands of attempts was going to pay off if you just didn't make one mistake. It can, it can really um, get someone down mentally for something like that. Um, oh, now I want to cry. Now I'm <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> it, it definitely is just something that, like, mentally, it can drain you so quickly, um, especially for 180. Can you imagine? Um, I'll give the recent run in a, as an example. I was eight and a half hours into the run. I made one mistake and lost four minutes of the five minutes I was ahead. Imagine playing your best for eight and a half hours, struggling so hard to get there, to get to that point, make one simple mistake, and then you lose 80% of the time you saved, and you have no guarantee that you'll actually be able to continue from there. You just want to keep going but you don't know how to keep your stress low because now you've made a mistake there's no guarantee that you won't make more it is stress that is when the stress goes to the highest and then um for me the run died and it was it hurt a lot but it, you get you get used to it you're just like okay gotta move on i'll get another run like that later okay um, another thing I want to ask is fatigue uh, with a run this long. Do you feel any when you do any of these <laughs> runs? Or uh, You know what? I used to be really bad with – so this is just a really random fact, but it, it makes sense if I say the rest. I suck at sleeping on time <laughs> on, like, a oh. schedule, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I would do 180s. What would happen, I'd lose focus in the middle of the 180 because I'm so tired. I make mistakes, run dies. Like, you definitely need to um, pay it. You have to be healthy to do a really long run, surprisingly. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck? Uh, Like, I could get away with it for, like, hero story um, because it's only, like, half an hour long. But for 180, to have focus that long you're going to be mentally drained very quickly. Yeah, I can, ima- I can imagine, man. So like, it brings uh, up, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I was just gonna say that like, so fatigue is a huge factor as to whether I'm going to do well or not in a 180. 
Sorry to cut you off. What do you want to say? No, it's okay. Uh, I was going to bring up... It brings up um, uh, a little bit earlier when you brought up Animal Crossing being a favorite game of, like, don't those speedruns love, like, there's a speedrun category of, like, finish the fucking... What is it? Catalog? Catalog percent? Yeah, something like that. Where, oh, my God. Isn't it, like, 100-plus hours for that run? I think, like, your world record like, was, uh, like, 118 or something for yeah. one of them. I don't know who does that. Why do you do that? <laughs> for those, obviously that one, um, it's a little easier because you you get to sleep. Yeah, you, there are dedicated times where you actually sleep for those types but, of runs. But still. Yeah, so instead of, for those runs, the fatigue, instead of that, it becomes a mentality problem where I don't think anyone... Like most people are going to look at a hundred hours and be like, you know, I could do a lot of different things in that time. I don't know if this is exactly one of the things I'd want to do. Yeah. Do I, do I want world record or do I want to play games I like? <laughs> it's I a tough choice. Or like a few thousand dollars from working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But hey, hey, you gotta imagine though, streaming that long, whole oh boy, imagine. Oh, yeah. It is. Uh, chat can help a lot, to be honest. I, yeah, because... and uh, that moves on to my next question, actually, of like, with these long runs, like, um, how do you keep your chat entertained, and how do they entertain you? They entertain me by just being there, showing up, saying hi, saying how their day's going, what they are thinking of at the moment. It's fun. I like talking. I like um, interacting and just learning about people and what they're doing. And other things, I think that um, entertaining them is pretty difficult because I, I don't know about you, but I'm not really a personality. I don't have a, uh, much about me personally. I am just a person that plays games fast. So I mean, that's a pretty good personality. <laughs> so what I like to do is just let my skills talk for me because God knows I wouldn't be able to talk. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Very well said there. Um, I, I think the next question before we move on, and I have two questions left for you. Uh, how many runs do you try to get in per stream? Depends. For 180, it is very difficult, but I will try to get at least one run in. I hope, because <laughs> um, it's very—it's so long. It just one run is like a full-time job day length, and that's not even counting resets. But I try to continue until like the three-hour mark for resetting. After that point, no more resets. Try to continue the run. Okay, that's not that's not too bad for like a good cutoff point. Yeah, it means that if I get a PB, I'll be streaming for twelve hours. Woo! Just any random day. <laughs> any random day as a twelve-hour stream for Trader. That's <sighs> wow. Yeah. I mean, like, do you, do you like eat before? Do you eat directly after? I gotta ask that actually. Now that we've brought that up, like, yeah, how, how does eating um, work? Um, I eat before a stream. I prepare food during um, 
the setup before I stream and then eat it during chow because chow you don't really do that much inputs at least for the True. races. Yeah, that's a that's actually yeah that's a very good thing. Oh, and that was the other thing I wanted to ask is just chow. How how on a scale of one, uh, sorry no on a scale of ten to shoot me now? How fun is chow? Honestly, it's pretty fun. <laughs> really. I've heard it a is, lot of like opposite things from Chow from other <coughs> runners here and there, but like, what is your like full on take of it? Um, so Chow is very RNG based, and there's so me and Profit have uh, two runners, me and Profit have looked into Chow, and my God, they're just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many like random things. Everything seems random. I've looked into the code. I've looked into like the stats and everything, and it's just so un like impossible to just like actually work with them and optimize. You just have to be lucky. But because of that, at least I don't actually have to care that much about chow because i don't have to optimize it <laughs> so i get to just be like oh hey i don't have to do anything here i just have to play just gotta shake trees and feed animals mm -hmm. and it's then let it do its own thing it's honestly very um so the run's broken up into a few sections the story missions chow and last story and the final emblems right yeah. Out of all of them, the one that takes the most focus is Chow, uh, which most people don't actually uh, realize. Chow has so much, it is the hardest thing to focus on. Because, <laughs> like, um, in like runs for missions, all you have to do is just kind of get your muscle memory to do the things for you. You know where you can look and when you can't. You can't really do that with Chow. Um, there are so many things that where if you make one mistake, it loses way more time. It doesn't just lose time. It kills runs if you make mistakes. Oh, no. I guess that's why the word Chow is in chaos. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> they just... Uh. They feel chaotic sometimes. God. I've, and I've seen you get to the Chow Garden on multiple runs and just... I, I think... I can't remember which run it was, uh, but, like, where the Chows were actually behaving. I, I yeah. remember I, I remember seeing a stream where they were... I remember you complimenting the, the Chow very well. The <laughs> um, I don't know. It might have been the run where they were doing very, very well until the very end. And then it killed the run. Oh. Because they looked like they were eating very well until one of them was three levels underneath the other. And that meant it would take every um, point one of a level is a minute that you save waiting for the chow to evolve. Three levels lower means that I would have had to wait 30 more minutes or feed them more fruit, which I didn't have. Oh, no. So um, the run died very quickly. That was... Um, it looked to be the best chow split I was ever going to get. Um, 
And that would have been so good. That would have been the run, the run for me. And then it went to um, just another run where I can hardly remember it. Oof. That is rough. Um, I think the last question I got for you uh, regarding these topics, what are you planning to run What uh, next when you're done with 180? Oh, God. Um, so I am... I had a goal to do a 430 emblem run, which is Sonic Adventure 2, uh, Sad X, and Sonic Heroes all at once, all 100, well, not all at once, but... But like the combo run, yeah. Yeah, all through 100% of each game. Um, I wanted to do that in the winter. I wasn't able to because I took an eight-month hiatus from streaming. So in the summer, that's what I'm going to be doing, which means that after I'm done 180, it'll be on to uh, Sadex to do the 130 emblem run there, and then Heroes to do the 120 emblem run. Nice. So so these runs are allowed to be, like, segmented per game where you take your best run of each, or do you have to do it like an Animal Crossing style where you're taking breaks in between? I will do them all at once, one uh, one take basically each one. But there is there has been a rule that you can take um, a sleep break if you'd like, which is nice. I'm not going to do that mainly because I'm trying to do it in under 24 hours. Oh boy, what's the world record for this category? I think Talon got it recently, and it was 20. Three hours, I think, if I remember correctly. Man, Tal has been doing a lot of the long records. Man. Yeah, he is by far one of like the best runners ever. Yeah, he's what got me into the Sonic Adventure 2 speedrunning scene of like watching him, because I remember watching his runs. Yeah, so. they're, they're really fun runs to watch, for sure. Yeah, very much so. Uh, with that... And the dread that's going to come into your future. Uh, I wish you good luck with those, but it's time to move on to our next category. No, not category, topic. Uh, which we're talking Sonic's 30th. Uh, as this year will be Sonic's 30th anniversary. Which is a pretty pog move, as we say in the gaming world. Heck yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it really it is. Um, what are you hoping will get announced for Sonic's 30th? Are there any realistic announcements that you think they'll make or and what are your dream announcements that you want them to make okay so they did have a teaser for some kind of animation so i am hoping as like a realistic thing that they're gonna like make like a little episode a little short episode for sonic for the 30th anniversary that's gonna be good i would love that and maybe not saying like they will but hopefully they just at least show some kind of game (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's uh that's ideal (sighs) like i just want a game to be shown (laughs) to be honest (laughs) i don't even need it that year just like i was like you know you know what's up with like this year last year just like at least something (laughs) just give us because like what sonic has had a game since forces now right Yes, and that was five years ago, 
something like that. Or it's 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 a lot of years ago. That's or was sure. Mania? Or was Mania? The, or no? Did Mania come out before Forces? Shit. I think Forces was after. It was. They're very close. If I remember. They're very correct. close. I think like the last thing was like DLC for Mania that came out after Forces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So that, that was it. Count. That was the last thing that we've gotten so far <laughs> from like from Sega and Sonic Team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's just really there's been like no word on a new Sonic game really, other than they were going to make an announcement and then they didn't. So, uh, any dream that. announcements that you want them to make, like specifics? Um, well, obviously. I am a Sonic Adventure 2 speedrunner, and it's one of my favorite games. So, of course, I'd love a remake of that. <laughs> if it was good. If it was good. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That, that'll be my dream announcement. A good Sonic game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's up there for me, too. Uh, I'm definitely with you for, like, uh, for my dream announcement to be, like, Sonic Adventure 2 remake. I'm... Leaning more towards like uh maybe like give us like a combo of Sonic, the like the adventure games like just that would HDified or like, you know like maybe rebuilt from the ground up that would be Pog, that'd be mm. cool that, that would, would be, be honestly that would be like fucking phenomenal if they did that I'd be down yeah. for that because I that know would... that they've I one of the producers said that they would like to do that with, uh Sonic Adventure one at least. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be so cool. Because, like, imagine the perfect chaos fight. Oh, yes. That is Yes, that so would be good. great. And it would, it, I feel the only difference would be, like, it would be the modern day voices, I think, uh, mm-hmm. doing it. So, of course. Of course. Uh, but you know what? I don't mind that. I like Eggman's current voice actor, is, is pretty good. I like yeah, him. Uh, he's great. Um, he is pretty hilarious. Uh, ideally, as well, like a, another dream announcement for me, I wouldn't mind like a Generations two, that's mm. like sticks to like what Generations one did, but you know, just a sequel to uh, like a proper sequel, yeah. not a Forces. Because they know? don't have like uh, much for a few of the later games, but there's not many after Generations, if I remember correctly. Yeah, like after Generations, that's that was. Now, after Generations, uh, Sonic kind of blew up with Boom. And, wait, Lost World was before or after? I think it was after, right? Oh, was Lost World after Generations? I feel like it was. No, uh, maybe. No, no, Lost World was after Colors. Mm. But they didn't use it because Generations and Lost World came out pretty close together, I think. That makes well, sense. I, yeah, I, that's, no <laughs> I mean, yeah, Lost World, the only reason Lost World existed was like, hey, we need a new villain that we can put in later Sonic games. Let's that name him Zavok or whatever, Zavok or whatever his name was. Yeah, exactly. And oh, it's just... For um, my like a final thing for like dream announcements is like, so a lot of people want specific versions of like, Sonic movement, like boost or, or the formulas like boost or adventure or classic Sonic. There's a bunch that people want, and I don't care about any of them. What I want is literally just something where they put a lot of passion into it, and I don't care which one it is. As long as they do it good, I will love it. 
Yeah, like so, something sort of like Mania, where they put the fucking passion into that game, and look what we got—a fucking phenomenal 2D Sonic game. Yeah, like they just need. To, I just want that if they could do that with a 3D Sonic game. Exactly. Chef's kiss. Chef's that, kiss. That would be so good. And maybe like another thing, maybe not just make it like 2D for a bunch of it. Colors, for example, was one of them. I thought I was buying a 3D game. That was wrong. Yeah. <sighs> that would you be got, really great. Yeah, they gotcha. But uh, on the realistic side for me, I think that we're. I think we might get like a Sonic One, Two, Three, and Knuckles combo pack for like a re-release of those for like the Switch or something. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that. For that sure. honestly, like that's like a realistic thing that I think they will most likely do because it's like, oh hey, he's thirty. Remember the old days? <laughs> no, Here you go. That's all you get. Oh, it's our thirtieth anniversary, so you know what we're gonna do? Our thirtieth version of Green Hill Zone. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Gotta love oh, the Green Hill Zone. I just remembered. My God, a Chow game. Yeah, that would be, I, honestly, I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. Like, I'm just thinking of, like, Animal Crossing, but with Chow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sonic walking along, you see a Chow. What would you like to do? Pet the Chow? Talk to the Chow? Punch the Chow! <laughs> Hiya! Oh, that would be so fun, except I don't I, I don't like abusing Chow, I promise. Don't like <laughs> We only do it to progress the game. That's all we that's the only reason why. Exactly. If it was up to us, we would play as a dark character and pet them a lot more, but we can't do that. Exactly. I could, I just don't want to. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that brings up another dream I mean not not the Chow, but like uh Sonic, I would like to see like an, another Sonic Riders game as dead as that Ooh. franchise got because of Free Riders. I would love to see like another good Sonic Riders game. Yeah, that would be really fun. Because those were I, fun. It's just always really confusing why Sonic has a uh, board, but he's a good sport. That's why. <laughs> he's a good it. sport about it. He's like, you know yeah. what? I can't go as fast as I can, but I do like hoverboards. Oh, <laughs> chili dogs. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> God. Fun fact, and remember this, folks. Billy Hatcher's last appearance in a video game was Sonic Riders Zero Gravity. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. It's, oh a, it's sad, I know, but that, that it's... Bring oh. back Billy Hatcher, Sega. Just bring back a Billy Hatcher game. I'd like a sequel to that. It was a fun time. <laughs> Yeah, it was on the SA2 engine, like the same engine for that. Yeah, it was. Um, I have two more questions regarding Sonic's 30th. Um, I guess one we've kind of answered. How big do we think Sega's going to get with the celebrations? Like, are they going to hold, like, a, a conference? Are they going to do it, like, on the business side and, like, have, like, one of those, like, boring-ass conferences where they announce everything? Or are they going to go the Nintendo route and have, like, a direct for Sonic? I feel like this is Sega's chance to just like get one over on Nintendo because people did not really like Mario's anniversary because of the say like the Super Mario All Stars game being um, a limited edition thing until March. Um, yeah, exactly, and um, the game that they had 
was not too amazing, if I remember correctly. People didn't really, like, understand it. Oh, hey, it's um, Mario again, but in we didn't make anything new. We just ported the games, emulated the games, and buy it for... If you're Canadian, buy it for 80 bucks. Yeah, that's so expensive. So this is... Sega should, I feel like, go all out on this they have such a big opportunity to like um basically change people's opinions of them very very quickly um they have it's a perfect opportunity for it yeah just like a great game um an animation that people will love because they're animations. They're, I think everyone's been loving those things. Yeah, the the, the Sonic Mania animation specials that they put out were great. Yeah, um, they're gonna do another thing somewhat similar to that. So that's great. That's amazing. They're gonna do hopefully a game that they're gonna go like, all right. <laughs> They'll start. They could start it off with this, and it would just be perfect. All right. So. We uh, we made a lot of mistakes, and we know that. So what we're going to do instead is completely give up on trying to be smart and just give you what you want instead. Because <laughs> we have done very bad every time we've tried to make our own thing. Or they just hit us with the, Hey, remember Sonic 06? Well, now it's <laughs> on the new gen consoles, baby. Woo! <laughs> You guys love bad Sonic? Well, guess what? We made it even worse. We ported it, but don't worry. We didn't make it better. (laughs) No, we emulated it. Now you get frame drops, random lag. Your input's dropping? No, that's a feature. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, it's great. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) It's just exactly what a Sonic Runner wants, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, that, I think the I think the O six speedrun community will love it, or cry, or cry. One or the other. <laughs> One or the other, exactly. Um, last question: uh, Do you think we'll see a teaser for Sonic the Movie Two? I'm honestly, I'm, I think there would be one. That, that makes sense because the Sonic movie has been going and in development as far as I'm aware. It, it took movie of the year for 2020 because, you know, it was the last movie to come out before the world shut down. Yeah. So you got Stonks. <laughs> Stonks got on Sega's side for that one. Yeah. So there's, there's bound to be something, I hope, because then at least we get to see some more interesting cgi hey you know what actually it's gonna have really good um visual effects because now they don't have to completely rework it true that's very true very good movie this time yeah we'll get we have sonic we have tails thanks to that end credit scene from the movie maybe we'll get knuckles yeah there was some kind of weird recommended video that keeps showing it god uh any last words on sonic's 30th before we move on to the bonus level trader yes i hope people just don't get on sega for the silliest of reasons it never helps companies to just 
bashed them for no reason over like the silliest thing. So hopefully people don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and oh, oh sorry. sorry. Yeah, no, there's like good. a lot. Yeah, there's like a bunch of reasons that you can, like justified reasons. I can promise you there are many of those. <laughs> but like other than that, you know, I don't see the point. All righty. And with that, we are moving on to the bonus level, which is a little bit of some fun things that we got right before the end of the podcast. Starting off with this day in gaming history, which obviously today is Sunday, January 24th, uh, when you, the first time you could hear this podcast. Uh, ah. Do you know what happened uh, in Jan- on January 24th, 1994, Trader? I do. Sonic 3 was released for the Genesis in North America. Yes, it was. Which is <laughs> honestly like that's it's. It came out, I'm like, oh dang, that came out. That's perfect timing because we got a Sonic speedrun. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, as well, in the year 2000, Mario Party 2 was released on the N64 in North America, and in 2017, my Yakuza fanboy ass would have been happy if I found out the series existed sooner. Um, <laughs> Yakuza Zero was released on the PS4 in North America. Nice. I, I love Yakuza. I've platinumed two of the games, two, Kiwami 2 and 6. I almost mm. platinumed 7, but uh, fuck the true Final Millennium Tower. It, I, it, it's I, I, I'm taking a break because it's hard. It's yeah, it sounds hard. like it. I mean, the title's so long. It's true Millennium Tower. What was the full thing? True Millennium Tower? Like the true, fu- the true final Millennium Tower. Yeah, because, like there's the final Millennium Tower. Yeah, exactly. But then there's the true final Millennium Tower, which is fucking everything's at level ninety nine and oh. will kick your ass if you're not prepared. Which I was prepared, and it still kicked my ass. <laughs> yeah, but a great game, Yeah, because it's like a dragon. If you haven't played it, go play it. It's a fantastic time. Uh, great RPG. Like, in my top 10 RPGs of all time, oddly enough. Um, as for the achievement of the week this week, we got it in Hitman 3. It's called Bird Art, which is to photograph pho- photograph the yellow bird. Where's yeah. the yellow bird? I don't know where it is, but it's there. Go take a photo of it for some trophy. Uh, chivo- chivos. And the game to look out for this week is the Yakuza Remastered Collection, because, as you know, Tony loves them Yakuzis. And I can't stop talking about them because it's just so good. <laughs> Go play the Yakuza games if you haven't yet. That's Tony's wise words for the day. Thank you for coming on, Trader. Where can we find you on the internet? Um, I stream on Twitch usually as DTrader1. So D Trader and then 1. There's no spaces because obviously it's Twitch and it's weird. I stream on a lot of weird days every day except for tuesday and friday from noon to 8 p.m usually i try to stream a lot and i speed run a lot so if you like watching speed runs come on down (laughs) come on down you're the next contestant on the speed is right exactly excellent about it i don't have much more <laughs> <laughs> and of course you can find me tony over on twitter at radio tony instagram and twitch at tony's game lounge and we stream as well on mondays wednesdays and occasionally thursdays uh mm-hmm. and if you tune in on if you're listening to this on the sunday uh starting this week coming up we're starting danganronpa on stream it's gonna Ooh. be cool never played the games before 
Okay, I was about to ask. <laughs> so we're going in semi-blind. I know certain things. I know it's going to be gruesome child murders. Um, okay. And um, there's a bear. Yes, there is a, definitely a bear. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be a good time, so check those out too. Thank you once again, Trader, for coming on the podcast. It was a fun time. Yeah, thank you. It was really fun to just join and talk randomly. That's, that's what this podcast is. It's random video game nonsense. It's amazing. The in the game lounge. <laughs> and we will see you, the viewer, listener, next week in the game lounge. Bye. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. Be sure to follow us on your streaming platform and follow us on Instagram. Tune in every Sunday for new episodes. <laughs>